0: Hey everybody, this is Sean Daly. Welcome to Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com and Personal Life Media. And today we're going to be talking about sustainable living and specifically in regards to furniture. And my guest to talk with me about that is a furniture designer uh, and the owner and founder of a furniture and sustainable furniture company. And his name is Cisco Pinedo. He is the founder and principal of Cisco Brothers. And Cisco, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sean. Hey, so uh, I understand you have, you have a pretty interesting story. You, your family immigrated uh, from Mexico to the United States uh, to the L.A. area in um, mid-70s, I think when you were 13, and you got into upholstery manufacturing and then really you know, b- became a, have today are considered a, a leading designer of uh, furniture. Tell, tell us about that story and how you got into, well, first of all, the journey of, of getting to, into the industry and then also into making the turn into sustainable design.
1: Well, you know, when I came to into the into, into the into the states, um I actually uh, landed in, in 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 South Central, which is of for people that is not familiar with with uh, with LA is kind of a southwest of downtown. And um um and I was 13 years old and kind of uh trying to learn the language and kind of try to adapt to a new culture. And um I bumped into this little upholstery shop that needed somebody to kind of work uh, after school, kind of tearing furniture apart. So the, so the, the craftsmen can, can put it back together. Um, And, um, you know, so I did that for literally since I was 14 into kind of a, you know, into high school. And, uh, that was kind of my introduction um, to to the industry, and one of the things that I that I think it made such a big impact. It was and kept me so interested and focused on on on, on furniture was that uh, you know I was it was really a challenging for me to uh, when I came in and trying to trying to learn the language and and working in the, in the little shop. It was it was very. It was like um, just very rewarding to be able to to do something that I can see the the results uh, much faster than I was seeing results in my in my learning in, uh-huh. in, in English. So <laughs> it was it was a good uh, it was a good way to keep me focused. And you know the neighborhood was a little bit of a tough neighborhood. So um, it was South, South
0: Central does have that reputation, yes, it, of
1: being. Unfor- t- <laughs> unfortunately, it has a reputation to be. challenging um, part of town but uh, nevertheless the people that is in that neighborhood is wonderful people They focus the energy in the streets and unfortunately you know the society gets and the media gets to really uh, you know, put it out there and you know that's what we know about South Central but you know it's, it's a great place and a lot of wonderful people live here.
0: Well I'm curious so so from your so your roots there in South Central Los Angeles and the work that you were doing then to, to bring us forward of that what, what happened after that to sort of bring you into you know well, I, I guess really the question I have is what year did I'm always curious about this, is when sustainability and green living and green building got first on your radar screen. Do you, do you remember that that moment?
1: Yeah, I mean, we. I've been, um, when we, uh, when I, a couple of years after I founded the company, you know, uh, I, I started Cisco Brothers in 1990. So about probably 93, somewhere in there, I really started uh, kind of, a, just kind of a start asking myself, you know, Where's all this wood coming from? And that was kind of more of my thinking. You know, I grew up in a very, very small village. I mean, and not even, you know, quite, not quite a village. It's more like in the Sierras. Um, and so... This is in Jalisco,
0: Mexico, right? Jalisco, Mexico. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm very familiar with nature. And, you know, I, I grew up in nature. I mean, that was, that was, that, that's all I knew. Um, so therefore, um, you know, I started asking myself about about where were this trees coming from. So what we did is that we put a little program together that uh, of every piece of furniture that we made, we will plant a tree. And that was, you know, way back in the early 90s. Um, and I kind of just, you know, kind of left it alone. And that was kind of, well, in a way, that was a way that we felt like we were contributing to, to nature. And, um, and, um, and, you know, probably about five years ago, Um, While the industry was getting a little bit, you know, uh, not consolidating, but really almost, you know, uh, immigrating into Asia and and a lot of the manufacturing was going away, um, I just started asking myself, you know, what was Cisco Brothers really, um, you know, place within the industry? my I made a, a you know conscious decision not to go overseas. So we started you know kind of a soul searching and saying you know what really is 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 is, is our role and what why is it that you know that uh, how can we bring something to to the customer that they feel like you know we really um, what story we want to tell what why should they be buying product that is more expensive than if they buy it from overseas? So in that, you know, in that journey of soul soul searching, uh, I just started analyzing everything that we do. And, you know, I just felt like everything that we were doing was, you know, we were paying living wages, we were offering people medical insurance, and we were so we had a you know 401k plan for them. So we were just looking like you know we're doing all the right things, and then I just went into I said, well, what kind of ingredients uh, are we are we really? Let's look at into the ingredients. What is it that we're using? You know, just because it's available and that's what they tell us that we should buy because or, or what suppliers tell you what what is good. Uh, we should start you know analyzing. Is it really good? And I started looking into that, and then I realized that you know um uh, they the, the it, a lot of the ingredients that were using in furniture were you know petroleum based so that you know even it's one of those things you kinda you kinda know but but since you don't ask then you don't you don't read the fine print, and by the time I got to that point, I just realized you know i, I wanna change the way our industry, um, I think there's a good, you know, people should know that, that, that there is other choices, that there's natural materials out there. And, and, you know, I just remember I went back into when I was tearing furniture apart, remembering that a lot of this furniture that I tore apart was from, you know, from the 19th centuries, you know, and, and, and I realized that, uh, you know, there was a lot of, the, the the contents and, and the ingredients in those pieces of furniture well, was horse hair, it was, you know, cotton, it was uh uh rubber, it was uh it was all natural ingredients. So I just went and res and started researching uh the natural ingredients. And so I started looking for companies that you know, uh, that they had some of this uh uh materials and but I wanted to make sure that they were not adding any chemicals. So it was like a process. So finally, in
0: well, I'm curious if you don't mind me stopping there. How do you figure that out? I mean, I just got off the, uh, of an interview, a podcast interview with a guest who Mario Asadi of Greener Printer in Berkeley. And he actually is going so far as to taking a video camera to the distributor he's using and filming their operations with, with their consent, of course, and putting it on their website. So I'm always fascinated by the process by which manufacturers sort of verify you know, their vendors. I mean, how's that process happened for you?
1: Well the process it was pretty you know pretty straightforward I just I just kind of went back and say you know when, okay where is the cotton coming from and we did a little bit of research and we found out that there was a lot of cotton grown in, in California that it was uh, organically grown and but they were not they were not they were not processing, processing any cotton for furnishings all they were doing was processing, you know, cotton for to make textiles. So we had to convince um, we had to go and convince the you know the, the supplier to, to tell them, you know, there is there's an opportunity and we would like, you know, to be you know, to, to use your cotton uh, and, and furniture. And you know, it took a little bit of, of work to for them to see that there was an opportunity um but you know to me the 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 classic uh one of the 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 tipping points that I felt like and it happened to my company is really when I went to to my lumber supplier because you know we we use a lot of lumber and um when I looked deep into the lumber that we were using, even though the lumber that we were using it was all you know grown in the state and in some fashion, you know, it's all privately owned. So they are planting new trees to, you know, to keep with demand. But uh, when I really looked deep into it, we found out that there was, uh, there was this organization um, called FSC,
0: uh, FSC. Yeah, Forestry Stewardship Forestry, Council. That's mm-hmm.
1: right. And, uh, and we realized that that was the one uh, organization they really were doing their work. they were really um, going through the process of making sure that they were auditing companies that they were uh, you know that they were looking in detail uh, that that they were doing responsibly work from planting the tree all the way to a company like ours that is actually making the furniture and selling the furniture so there was a chain of custody that It was pretty transparent for people and and consumers to see. So I went to my supplier and I said to him, you know, here's an opportunity. I think you should get certified. I mean, you know, we're buying a lot of wood from you. And he kind of didn't understand it. And, you know, we kind of explained a little bit more. And and he just didn't believe in what we were trying to accomplish. He he, He just thought we were just, you know, like just this was not real. And um, we came home, like six months, and then eventually I just went to him and said, "You know, you have ninety days. If you don't get certified in ninety days, I'm going somewhere else." Good for you. And uh, and and I went, and you know, the 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 the, the ninety days came, and, and he said, "You know, uh, I haven't gotten to it." And all of a sudden, he lost me as a customer, and I was his largest account. Wow. And I went. And found someone who was certified, and all of a sudden it was you know they had a overnight they had this huge account, and to me that is really you know what uh, what uh, companies and 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 you know and, and us as, as as consumers you know we, we are the biggest consumer on the planet uh, that that we have the power to 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 go and and and, and you know, and 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 demand. You know, the uh, 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 the people that we buy goods from. You know, it doesn't really matter. It could be furniture, clothing, and
0: yeah, no, it's and, great.
1: And, and put that and say, you know what? I want to know who made it. I want to know how was it made. You know, I always say to people that you know us. Uh, we ha- we we have this culture that uh, you know uh, we want it now and we want it cheap. And I'm hoping that you know we bring in. Uh, we we are we, we are changing a little bit of that culture and and now to start asking, you know, w- what was it made with and who made it? You yeah, know?
0: but instead of we want it now and we want it cheap, how about you know we we want it soon, we want it reasonably priced, but most of all we want it sustainably manufactured. Absolutely, and and, and with respect uh, and, and a sustainable lifestyle for the indigenous people in whatever area you might be. <laughs> You know, manufacturing or processing
1: this. So, uh, you know, so that that to me was really the most um, telling, and 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 I saw the impact. And, and I just, you know, so I started with the wood, and I just started switching every other ingredient. You know, now for the first time, we're going to introduce in in April um, every leather and every fabric that we're introducing into the into into the market. Um, is all uh, natural and and certified. So we no longer will introduce textiles, uh, conventional uh, textiles. And so you know, it's been the steps that we're just challenging our vendors and and also you know making sure that the end consumer knows that they have a choice now that they can buy something that is petroleum you know free. At least you know the ingredients, even though we still use. Petroleum for transportation, but at least the ingredients that they have inside their home is petroleum free.
0: Yeah, well, Cisco, we're going to take a break right here uh, for a quick word from our commercial sponsor, and then we will be right back talking about sustainable design of furniture. In this case, we just did a recent one on other sustainable design. Um, So, in this case, we're talking about furniture design, and we'll be right back with Cisco Pinedo of Cisco Brothers. Thanks, everyone. Okay, everybody, and we are back talking with Cisco Pinedo of Cisco Brothers. We're talking about sustainable furniture and furniture design. And you know, I'm curious. I just want to talk a little bit about what, what do you th- what do you see as the role of designers in sort of creating a greener and more sustainable future in general? I mean, not just with regards to furniture design, but in general.
1: Well, you know, I I just um, I, I just uh, was part of a panel uh, a, a few weeks ago. Uh, and one of the things that, that I was uh, explaining to, the, uh, to the, all these designers, and they, they were all interior designers, and one, one thing that I was uh, telling them is that, you know, they, they are the, the biggest, um, it's almost like they're the perfect um, people to go and, and deliver the news, to go and tell their new clients, and say by the way did you know that now you can have your whole interior of your home um, not only that, 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 that there's environmental materials but now you can there is there's ingredients that, that that are used in furniture that are good for you that are healthy that you have a healthy choice in um, and, uh, and you know i can see that their their eyes were lit because at the end of the day, you know when someone goes and hires a designer, they become the authority in many ways. you know the the, the consumer or the client they, they, they have an ideal you know lifestyle that they live in, and they have an ideal um, design sensibility, and the designer's job is to 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 deliver you know everything else. So when a designer now has the choice that can go and tell this client by the way, would you be interested in having your home all you know natural with only using environmental friendly uh, uh, materials and um, making sure that your place is going to be you know a healthy environment? There is not going to be upgassing and this in your in your inside your home. You will live a much healthier you know life and you will sleep much better. I mean to me that you know uh, that's a huge opportunity and and you know designers are big influence you know they even the way even in, even furniture designers or anybody that designs we influence uh, you know the the, the buying uh, the, what people buy yeah. so
0: and businesses yeah
1: and businesses so when when a designer gets hired by a company uh, there is the opportunity all over again you know, that you can go to a company and say, by the way, will you be, you want me to design this product for you? I, there is, there's is resources now that you can do it with an environmental, you know, conscious that is good for the environment, is good for, for society and is good for, you know, people's health. Uh, I will be, would you be interested in me telling you about it? So I think they are a big influence, and I think we should, uh, you know, it's our, it's our responsibility to, to, to make pick it available.
0: Pick up the mantle, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious as a client now, this is a question that I ask most of the guests on the show that deal with, uh, you know, greener versions of services and products that, that may be out there conventionally. As a client, if I was to come to you and say, you know, I want to go with the more sustainable furniture, what's the cost premium? You
1: know, it, or is it, there one? It, it, well, there isn't. It, there isn't. Um, if if uh, if you buy a piece of, uh, let's say, if you you're going to buy a dining table, and all of a sudden the dining table, um, there is uh, is made out of recycled wood, and instead of using twenty layers of of stain, it, it just has a natural oil on on top of this beautiful, you know, old piece of wood. you're using as your raw ingredient well that table is going to be either the same price that a conventional table is going to cost and sometimes even a little bit less because there's just less 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 labor and layers of all the stain uh, that you had to put in that product when it comes to you know when it comes to uh upholstery it might be you know it might be 10 to 20 percent more if you decide that you want to go with this beautiful, lush uh, textiles. But if you go with a basic hemp or, you know, certified cotton cover, it might be, you know, equivalent or cheaper than uh, than a conventional piece that you will buy, you know, from... Uh, One
0: of the retail stores. Mm -hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. So, uh, well, we're going to take one more quick break, and then we're going to come back. And I have one final question for you. And we'll be right back. We're talking about sustainable furniture with Cisco Pinedo of Cisco Brothers. You can find them online at CiscoBrothers.com. We'll be right back to Green Talk Radio. Hey everybody, we're back. This is Sean Daly with Green Talk Radio. I'm talking today with Cisco Pinedo, who is the founder and principal of Cisco Brothers and a furniture designer. And Cisco, I'm just curious, you know, about one more thing uh, before we have to go today. Uh, you have a technology you call Inside Green, and you've branded this a certain way. Um, can you tell us exactly what what that label means?
1: Well, what we did is, um, we what we did is that we decided to take Everything that is inside, and a piece of furniture, uh, all the ingredients that you need to use. So when you when you start, as you know, primarily when in, in upholstery, you start with with lumber, and then you have to use foam, and then you have to use some type of fiber, and then you use the cover. Well, before you get to the cover, there's at least three or four layers that of ingredients that you use. So. What we did is that we say, you know we're going to make sure that all the ingredients inside uh the the piece of the furniture are going to be all natural because if we if we can control that, then we know that uh that we're keeping customers the choice, because the cover you know we don't have control, somebody might decide to bring their own fabric, and therefore you know. Uh, there is a limitation, so what we did we replaced regular foam petroleum base with rubber the you know rubber that comes from the rubber tree so this tree is not cut it's the only thing that is done is it, it gets it gets harvest and you end up with a cushion uh, you know with with rubber that you can make any size cushion the same way that you will use foam. Petroleum base. And then we replaced the fiber with certified cotton and then replaced you know, the, the, also with 100% um, wool. So instead of using uh, foam petroleum base and fiber petroleum base, we went to all natural ingredients.
0: And and it sounds like there is not necessarily a, I mean, again, mo, I think most people would associate that with there being a price premium, but from what you're saying, that's fairly insignificant.
1: It's very insignificant. And, you know, one thing that people have to also keep in mind is that, you know, we're so used to buy disposable furniture and the problem with disposable furniture is that, you know, once people is done with it, it goes to the landfills. I mean, it's not like you can reuse and reuse and, when you buy a piece of furniture that we that is all natural ingredients, well, guess what? You can either reupholster it or you can pass it along to, you know, uh, next generations, to your kids or, or your cousins or your nephew. Right. Because you're giving them something that is not only that is good for them, but, you know, that is durable and, and you can pass it along. So, and it will last three or four times more than a disposable piece of furniture that you buy, you know
0: and uh, the market right now. And that, it's interesting, or, or you can talk to somebody like my a previous guest, uh, Laura Fishman at Storm Interiors, who's an interior designer that specializes in reusing, you know, vintage materials or old materials in new uh, projects. So, you know, furniture or whatever it might be being, being recompiled or a rug or something being uh, you know, reincorporated into a newer piece. Um, you know, these are all du- durability uh, and long lasting <laughs> if I can make up that word, uh, <laughs> right. being one of the, you know, the greenest thing that you can possibly do, which is something I said in that interview.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we just introduced a line that we call refine. And what that, what it does is that that line, we only make product with found objects. and. We make lamps, you know, we make um, tables, we make chairs, we make anything, but it's all with either fine lumber that we find or objects that we, you know, that we might found and turn it into a functional piece of furniture.
0: Well, great. Well, we are out of time for today, but Cisco, I really appreciate you being on the program today and sharing the information. And uh, we wish you great luck with your company and everything you're doing. And I uh, lo- loved the story about how you exercise your corporate uh, purchasing power uh, to, to shake somebody off their non green rear ends. <laughs> and I hope that company has subsequently gone green and got, they're losing their biggest customer, but that was inspiring. So uh, my guest today again has been Cisco Pinedo, who is the founder and principal of Cisco Brothers. They're online at www www.cisco, C-I-S-C-O, brothers.com. Thanks again, Cisco. Thank you, Chad. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at GreenLivingIdeas.com.
1: Find more great shows like this on PersonallifeMedia.com.